Hoes love alcohol yep. and popping Adderall yep. and anything that got something to do with withdrawal. Yep. They own their highest degree by swallowing. Hello, this is uh, <laughs> this is Dojo 9652. Here we have um, my boy Jeff and Brandon, me, myself, and I. Um, you can follow me at underscore Nebula Dust underscore. And you can also find this podcast at Nebula Dust Network um, on Instagram. And with Jeff, you want to share your, you want to introduce yourself and share a little bit of your socials and stuff where people can find you. Yes, sir. My name is Jeff, and you can follow my Instagram, Mr. Friday Night. I'll tag him on any socials so that you can know the exact spelling and underscoreage there. Um, but yeah, so let's just dive right into it. I um, I feel like there's <clears throat> there's something to be said about relationships and the assumptions that come with a relationship, um, and even the ones that are. Not relationship. Yeah, I was gonna say, literally, you read my mind, dude. That's so perfect that you said that because I'm sitting here thinking like even the relationships that are not like intimate, like where you're monogamously intimate with someone, like there's still assumptions that come with relationships that you have with people and I feel like that's important to to highlight those assumptions and expectations. Um mm-hmm. Because they definitely determine how we operate. Most definitely. I feel like I feel like the assumption of thinking that a friendship is a relationship is kinda it's kinda weird to me. Like, you know what I mean? Like I feel like <laughs> I feel to me to me in my eyes, I feel like a relationship is a responsibility. In my eyes, a relationship is a responsibility. <clears throat> a friendship is where you have choices in the matter. You know what I'm saying? Not to say that you don't have choices in a relationship, but I feel like in a friendship there is more options and choices as far as what you want to do and what you don't want to do so yeah what what is it so like what is it for you that creates that that delineation like it sounds like there's a line between the two of them where one of them is definitely different than the other where you have a specific and like i have a response for my own question but i want to hear what you have to say in terms of the specific ability to do the things that you want to do in each one so what is the difference there okay well the abilities in a relationship is that 
Of course, you have the ability to kind of have that union with another person and be able to express the way you feel with another person and and of course of course like kind of bond bond with another person but in a friendship it's the same things but at but at the end of the day it's certain lines that should not be crossed in a friendship you know what i mean like especially when it comes to the physical when it comes to everything i don't, I don't know like in my eyes it, it, it all depends on the situation yeah i feel you i feel like <clears throat> for me when it comes to the difference between a friendship and a relationship one of them has to do with like one of them like bumps up against my personal investment with my life so like when i have a relationship that person has to be on the same on on board with investing in equity and investing in you know growth like emotional growth Mm -hmm. and there's a certain level of emotional growth i feel like you need to have with a friendship but like with a friendship you're at a distance so you're not really like putting yourself inside of that person like you're not you're not putting your face on their genitals so so (laughs) so you know it's a little bit different where you know that person's feelings are involved in terms of how they feel safe and how they feel on like trust and honesty and stuff like that where i feel like there's you know you objectively you shouldn't just like have an intimate partner and then just go have sex with people without telling them because then like objectively you could get a disease and give it to them so Mm -hmm. that's why that person would feel unsafe with you which is like you know a thing and that makes total objective sense whereas like a friend they don't have to worry about any of that shit so they don't have to worry about who you're sleeping with they don't have to worry about who you're talking to because, because you're not fucking. Exactly. You're not fucking. To be, to be raw. Right. Yes. <laughs> about it to be raw about it. Like, pun you're to- not fucking. Pun like, totally intended. If, and, if, and if there is no, and, it, and if there is no interaction in that type of way, then why? Like, then, you know, why does it even matter? Who right. you, you know, who you talk to, who you engage with, or who you decide to lay down with, you know what I mean? It doesn't really matter. Right, you and know that's... What I mean? Especially if it's on the friendship level, one, if, you know... But yeah, I feel like there have been times where at the f- fresh end of a relationship, I've been like, oh damn, like, okay, so this person want to know what I'm doing, but like, we not in a relationship, so I don't really feel like like why do you need to know what I'm doing like that (laughs) let me tell you about something that happened earlier and we can keep this on the record too like I don't give a fuck right but at the end of the day like my ex my ex-girlfriend right now mind you like this is my ex-girlfriend and you met her before you know what I mean yeah and she's a she's a she's a cool girl you know what I mean yeah she is she really is like 
She got her problems, issues, her things, like, like all of us. Like, like that's what I'm saying. I was gonna say the same to shit. To be fair, like, like all of us, issues. right? We all got right. our issues. So the thing is, is that like we was out, in the, you know, I, 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 we went to like the market or something like that, you know, some shit like that, and um, it, you know, she ran into somebody that she knew, and she introduced me as her boyfriend. Ooh, 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 ooh. Now, not to say that I'm not. 100% cool with that Like I don't have A problem with that At all Right like, That's yeah. what you want to do Like I don't care I don't, You know Yeah for the sake of Like you know The moment right You know for the moment You know that's If that's what you want to do That's what you want to do I'm not going to take it to heart But if you introduce me To your family that way Where it comes up again Then I'll be like Okay like Ooh. Then maybe we need to Have a conversation Like okay like and, and I won't even have a and I won't even have a problem with it at that point. Interesting. That is very interesting. And it the is. thing is, is that the reason why <laughs> the reason why I will not have a problem with that, I honestly think it's because, yo, like I honestly still love this girl. I was just gonna ask you, do you love her? And Fuck that's yes. And like, that's the thing, well, like it's like it's so hard. Like I try to detach myself. Try, dude. I try so. So times. it's really I've it's noticed. Really hard. I can't stay away when myself and she can't stay away. Like, yeah, so what can we do? I understand, and I understand like, what this. Can we do? I understand this person, it's and like I an understand for both of us how that's a thing. Like, what is that? Right. Like, what can we do? So, <laughs> like, all you can do is grow and focus on yourself. And like, I've had my <clears> own <throat> bouts with mental health, illness, and whatever. It's like for me. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna just go on here and say that it's it's a whole lot of stuff that comes from having ADD and ADHD. So when you have ADHD, you you get anxiety because you're able to focus on everything, in but your brain only has a certain capacity to focus on a certain amount of stuff. So um, it depends on your intelligence as well. But you know when you have ADD, it's not the and it's not really the inability to focus on one thing because you can if you're interested in it but it's the ability to focus on everything at once and since you can focus on everything at once or partially focus on everything at once because we all know that multitasking is actually psychologically impossible um what happens is you get fragments of everything and when you get fragments of everything you start thinking about what is what am i missing and when you think about what you're missing what happens is you start to develop anxiety. And so... Oh, fuck. Yeah. And so... That's some bullshit. When man. that happens, and then you start to develop coping mechanisms like smoking weed, drinking alcohol, over-exercising, like, literally all of the things that I've been doing in the past three weeks because I've been bored. Um, Like, when that happens... Yo, can you just be my therapist? Like, what the fuck I is cannot be your therapist Why? because I need a therapist. That's the problem. And the, this ADHD thing that I'm talking about is this literally is why. So, like, yeah, I just I understand nuts. what's going because on. Because it's like, you understand it. Like, I understand 100%. it, but, like, I still struggle really hard with it. So, I understand how that bumps up to another person who might have a mental health disorder as well. And even though you love them, those two things bump up against each other. And so far as I can see from... My friendship with you. I haven't really noticed anything actually at all about you that might be like 
mentally different. Um, and I feel like what happens is you have like you're just trying to develop communication skills with your emotions which is just a skill that you have to develop as opposed to having a mental health disorder and that what happens is like when you're trying to develop a skill it bumps into the mental health disorder that somebody might have when you're trying to be intimate with them so Mm -hmm. it might show up as a mental health disorder but really it's like you're just developing your skills so I've developed, I mean, I'm sorry, I've, I've ran into both of those issues at the same time, and I've noticed how terrible it is to deal with them, um, and how, like, I, so I understand how you can just, like, love somebody, but also be like, damn, like, this, our, our minds are not, like, compatible in terms of how healthy they are right now, you know what I'm saying? It's, it's sick. And it's like, <laughs> yeah. It's like oh yeah, here's a trend. <clears throat> oh, I try, and I try my hardest to like get this <coughs> figured out and try to get down to the bottom of it. But it's no bottom of it. Right. It's it's no bottom of it. Like. Right. Yeah, that's because so, the like the the pain and damage that causes mental health is so deep that like literally you have to you have to dig through sludge to get to the bottom of it and by the time you're face deep in the sludge and then you're like waist deep in the sludge but you're face first in it like it's hard to get through it when it's not your own shit yo my life is so complicated Brandon I believe it everybody's is life is not easy when you're fucking rich it's not easy how can I I just like it, it's so it's so easy to be like okay yeah let's just simplify it like you know what I mean just make it easier for yourself and just do this and do that but like it's not that fucking easy well you can simplify the concept it's not easy but the execution is never simple yeah. that's the problem mm-hmm. the execution is like always trash because it's like something always gets in the way of you trying to do whatever it is that you're trying to do which like bumps into another problem where it's like, is this what I'm supposed to be doing? Of course, um, <clears throat> and that's and that's and that's it. That's that uh, that wall, the everlasting wall. <clears throat> oh, but yeah, but I mean, <clears throat> of course, it's not a therapy session about me. This is a podcast. I mean, but like, it and happens. Of course, like, <laughs> I mean, I'm it. I'm speaking on my issue to like. I don't. I don't care like who's listening or who's not listening, but it's like if an issue that I'm going through, like that somebody else is going through, could possibly relate. You know. You know. Even if you know somebody can relate to the situation, it's like yo, we are more than open to questions, comments, or whatever. You know what I mean? Just to you know, That's just to point. put that out there, right? You know what I mean? Point. Like. Yeah. We're here. Like therapy costs money. This shit is free this unless is you want to donate. Free game. Like, uh, <laughs> I mean, if you want to donate, you know, there's a little button on the anchor at website. You can, uh, you can donate. Uh, pick your amount. I don't care if it's a dollar. Doesn't if it's a dollar, it's the thought that counts. <laughs> if it's a dollar, I can, I can get myself a coffee to run the podcast. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> just to get you started in the morning. Exactly. Like, you know like, I mean? like 
the support and the thought counts, and I really appreciate it. But um, but yeah, dude, like I I I find I find it interesting how so like I have a therapist. Um, since we're on this topic already, I have a therapist. He's down the street, and so essentially, like I've had this guy since I was sixteen. I haven't visited him in a long time, but. The point that I'm making is like, you know, I have a therapist. I can access him. At the same time, he costs money. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> here's the catch 22 is that my problems come from not having enough money and not having the proper energy to do the things that I need to do in order to make sure that my life is like not in shambles. So. I'm not. It's hard for me to go to see a therapist when I don't have money to go do it. And then, like, even though I have insurance, my insurance doesn't cover that. So, like, <laughs> I'm kind of fucked because I'm like, I'm over here paying for insurance. I don't really need the things that the insurance pays for, but I need a therapist. But my insurance doesn't cover that, so I have to pay for the insurance and the fucking therapist out of pocket anyway. So, um. So we end up resulting to these things like our friends and our experiences that we have. And, you know, the only way that we can do that and spread it around to other people who may not be able to afford a therapist just like us um, or really, honestly, culturally, it's hard to like trust the therapist as a black person just because we get labeled as fucking crazy all the time. Um, because the things, huh? Is that why black people don't like therapists? No, seriously, that's a that's a legitimate thing. Like my mom, like my mom had to do like a psych evaluation for um for seminary, and she talked to the person and she was like, hey, so like, you know, there have been some things that have happened in my life that are actual things that happened in my life and I will go I will as her son co-sign and say that I have seen with my own two eyes these things happen Mm -hmm. I'll reserve details but um that would make somebody on the outside think that she was paranoid Mm -hmm. and it's like Brett like these things actually happened to her so it's instead of assuming paranoia let's Let's actually look at the situation for what it is. Exactly. And look at the fact that you had some crazy people around you who were out of their mind and did not know how to act. And like that led to a situation where, you know, people, you know, acted in a way that if you were a normal person, it'd be like, yo, you're paranoid. Like you're, you're fucking ridiculous. Calm down. But like this actually happened to her. So essentially like, and historically, like, the person even said, like, the person who she talked to, she was like, so, like, listen, like, you can look at the psyche vow and, like, make sure that it's good afterwards because we don't want any implicit bias to come up because somebody else brought that up and we don't want you to think that we're just stamping things on you because you're a certain race, gender, or person with a certain background and it's really good that people like that are aware of these types of things but like black people don't trust therapists because like therapists are always like why are you crazy and it's like because my genetics like you literally 
like raped my ancestors for 500 years and they didn't know how to act or raise anybody because of that which then extended itself into <clears throat> me not trusting white people or exactly. normally therapists people with master's degrees because black people can't go and get that shit <laughs> so I mean they can now but like you know historically they couldn't it's like a, it's harder to so essentially it's just difficult to trust the the psychological processes so we look to each other to do that and then in order to make sure that that word gets spread we use the podcast to do that it was a really long explanation but you get yes, what I'm saying I like, understand 100% <laughs> I don't know if you have to keep this on the record, though. It's all good. But, man, I don't know. There's really something about that, about that girl. Yeah. And, I'm, and, I'm, and I've tried. Like, I'm trying my hardest mm-hmm. to, like, leave it alone. But yeah. It's not easy. Yeah, man. I mean, like, what do I do? So, like, I feel like there's a couple things that and you it's can like, do. it's not even that I want to leave her alone. It's like, I felt like it was for the best, but right. I don't even know what's for the best now. Right. I feel like for, it's a very similar situation as me where, like, I run up to these moments with my partner where I'm like, bruh, like, this is why we're in the situation we're in. I don't really feel hopeful. Like, I don't think it's going to work. And then I see these moments of growth. And the moments of growth have been, like, way weighted out more than the moments of, like, not growth. So, like, I've kind of been, like, all right. I've really been, like, all right. Like, this looks good. This feels really good. Um, so, for me, it's it's come to moving to a place where the growth is noticeable and then the next thing is like determining what you want to do after that growth has happened so Mm -hmm. we know the predicament that this person you're talking about is in that's the first step that's like half of the battle is like knowing what the fuck is going on in your brain Mm -hmm. and she knows what's going on in her brain which is really good so you as a person as a friend a person who's connected to this person an intimate partner whatever you want to be you understand what's going on so you can be like well this is that thing talking or this is you actually speaking and yeah. the person I'm you know involved with they're they had a evaluation and that sort of thing came up where they understood now what's going on with them and they so when they told me that the professional person who they had an evaluation with told them what's going on with them I was like alright word now I can act accordingly and understand and reel it in instead of thinking this is you saying this in this way to me as opposed to you actually have some sort of disorder that makes you say things in a certain way that you don't intend to. So I understand that you are not trying to say this in this way, which I won't take it personally because I know that you're you don't even you're not even aware that you're doing it because it's literally something that's not 
like you have to work on making it click because of things that you've gone through in your life so that's kind of where I'm at and I'm like okay cool so I understand you a lot more and I get how to operate with you mm. and deal with this versus deal with you um, and that's helped us be a lot more you know healthy it's helped me be able to you know as you can see keep the house clean um, it's helped me be able to exercise more along with a bunch of things where you know I'm not really working right now because of a logistical error that's happening with the Maryland state government. Um, I don't really want to go into details with that, but um, I'm not really working right now. So essentially, <clears throat> I've had a lot more time to do things that keep me healthy. That's also been another factor in my relationships with people in general and me realizing things. Um, but I will say that what I mentioned before was a very big factor in the awareness of how to deal with certain things. So, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I just kind of went on a little bit about that. I get you. It's cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I feel like that's just kind of like once you understand what's going on with that person, mm-hmm. you really like can get um, make some progress with because you love them. So you got a son. Mm-hmm. How did that like change your your hustle? <coughs> Not right away. Yeah. Nah. I feel like things like happen a little slower than than like people project them to like I feel like people like like in the media are always like I had a kid and it totally changed my life I switched my shit around and then I fucking like did x y and z and now I make a hundred grand like it's like bro chill like <laughs> I had a kid and I fed this motherfucker and gave him clothes and then he kept living and then I sent him to school and he started talking and he started walking and he kept living and he made some friends I kept fed feeding him. <laughs> I feel like, like my friend Jay. Mm-hmm. Oh man, I keep bringing him up in my podcast. I gotta get him on the podcast. But he just had a daughter, and he like, he explained to me how like, how he was just like, yeah. I mean, it's a lot, but you know, you just kind of just it's a couple more tasks that you have in the day. Like objectively, it's a couple more things you do in the day. And you just keep doing the rest of your life. Like, it's not that bad having kids. Yeah, it's a it's a headache though. I feel like people make it really scary. Like I'm like I don't want kids because of the scariness of it. Scary how? You gotta worry about a whole life. Yeah, yeah, that's true. It's a whole life. I mean, I got Bo. Yo, it's so easy. But I can put Bo in a cage. But I give a fuck about Bo too. But like Bo is not me. But your child though, it's different though. Right, that's what I mean. Like He's you know what I'm saying? Me. Like your child is like one hundred percent different. Right. That's different. It is. It is. I just I don't know. I think about it sometimes. Like I'm gonna put it to you like this, right? Like my son, I went to go like before I got here. Like I went to go get my son and shit, but he was asleep. Mm-hmm. 
just can't help but it, like, you know, getting, you know, kiss him and shit on the forehead or whatever shit. Like, I don't know. Like, I'm that type of dad. Yeah. Like, cause he was sleeping. It's like, it's so peaceful. Right. Because, like, I don't get that time. Right. To see this nigga <laughs> sleep. Like, oh, man, man, bro. Last night, I felt for you so hard like, when I was on the phone for you. Cause I was bro. like, I was like, man, you're not. You're not you're busy right now without like giving a lot of details. It's like you're busy and like you can't explain this type of busyness to a child. No. You just gotta be like, I I was late. I'm here, I love you. And like that's all he wants. And that's that's all he knows. That's true. And when he came over last night, he didn't care. No. He didn't care you was late. He was like, I saw my daddy <laughs> And I get to see my daddy's friend and his dog. And I was just like, oh, this kid is so beautiful, bro. Like, this is awesome. <laughs> like, this is great. And he's so smart and articulate. And, like, you're just doing a good job, dude. You're just doing a good job. All my friends are doing a great job with their kids. Like, Trent, he's doing an awesome job with Brendan. Like, like it's just, it's great to see. And, like, it's cool to see, like, you know, I've made my decision right now to plan on not having kids and then make a decision later. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, also my my boy Steven, he's going to be on the podcast soon. He got a daughter and a son, and Nate just rocking it. You know, That's it's cool. And he's, he's, you know, he's with his wife and stuff. So, you know, they, they do anything. But, like, um, it's just, I have a, a lot of really, in, in spite of, like, my experience with the factors that brought me with, you know, the distance with my father um mm-hmm. i love the shit out of him but you know factors come to the point where you sometimes you gotta live away with somebody live away from somebody so you know despite that and like the things i had to learn about it growing up and then you know learn how to love growing up my dad and stuff like yeah. it's really cool to see all my friends like doing a good ass job even like jetta like dj Lil jetta mm-hmm. You know, Billy, he, uh, Trent's cousin, he also raising his son. He, y'all, y'all doing great jobs. And it's really cool to see all these great examples. And, like, you know, my dad is also a great example. Like, I'm not gonna lie. Like, he was just kind of young. So, like, like I said, we just had to live in different states. But, like, um, yeah, he raised my sisters wonderfully. He gives me great messages. When I ask him for what I, like, real advice and he really, like, connects with it. He'll give me good advice. If he don't connect with it, he just won't. And I I appreciate that because it's like, if you don't connect <laughs> with some shit, don't give me no advice because <laughs> that's not going to be good advice. Um, But yeah, so like, I just, I really appreciate seeing that. So like, I don't know. I just want to put that word out there for real because like, yeah, that, shit's, that shit's cool. Simply said. Most definitely. Man. I feel like the role as a uh, as a father is underrated. Yeah. Like, I just feel like the role of a father is is underappreciated because it's like this generation is different. Right. It's a lot of guys that's here for their kids. Yeah. There's a lot of guys that's not, but I feel like it's more that are. Right. And that's what matters more than anything. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, like, nobody wants to, like, be raised without their dad. Like, I'm telling you, that, that is a vital, 
Dude. That shit is vital. Yo, you know what? Actually, now that I think about it, like... That shit is really vital. OTR Chaz, one of the rappers down in Baltimore, mm. he raises his... He be raising his son. And then, um... Let me see. Who else can I shout out? <laughs> the great man. He be raising his son. Okay, Lil Baby. Yeah, Lil Baby be raising his son. Um, Big Sav, down the street. Okay. Like, right around the corner, he be rapping. He be raising his son. And they be, he be having niggas in his, in his rap videos with their kids on their hip. I'm like, yo, this is this is what's up. Like, I'm, I'm fucking with all of this vibe. Like, <laughs> like niggas just okay. with their kid on their hip, like, two-stepping and shit, like, <laughs> in the video. Like, so, you know, niggas is really doing what they're doing. Like, motherfuckers is really more responsible than the media puts out. Like, people really have love for their people. People really have love for their family and shit. And, like... Motherfuckers think, like, even though, like, even in liberal media, it's like, oh, they're so poor, and they're so depressed, and they're so this, and it's like, <laughs> no, like, we good, yo, we, we barbecue, nah, we like, out here, we no. getting money, we just, you know, not valuing the same things that make it look like we're rich, or whatever, like, these motherfuckers really be making, like, a hundred stacks a year, living in the ghetto, like, you don't even understand, like, like, they just compiling money in secret places that you just don't even see because they're not putting it into cars which are like <laughs> assets that depreciate or they're not putting it into like jewelry like that shit is like dead like that shit is like dying out it is it really is like niggas is getting hip and like they're actually getting hip to like the whole investment equity you know even like stocks cryptocurrency stuff like that like the internet is making things really easy for black people to be able to do what they need to do to get that equity to get that that historical grounding um well i'm gonna i'm gonna think i'm gonna wrap up this has been episode 10 of dojo 9652 thank you jeff for coming on and doing an impromptu episode. Um, it's always good to have one in the chamber. <laughs> As they say. Uh, yeah. I will talk to y'all later. Peace out. Yeah, don't leave. Cause you're my oxygen. Without you, I won't breathe. You're everything I want, need For you I wear my heart on a short sleeve I know some things need changing That takes time, I need more, please Say I ain't do everything I could've done Like the shit that I did ain't good enough Your friends said they been with a left Ain't do you right, so you head to the left I can't say that I blame you I ever thought that it would be this painful People do it every day, I could change too But dealing with the heartbreaks, what she can't do True, and that's as real get What you feel ain't easy to deal with